so we'll get started. All right. It is the Comic Vine weekly podcast for the week beginning August 22nd, 2016. I am Tony Guerrero, and joining me is Matt Elfring. Yay, I'm here. It was weird. Just a week ago, you were here. I was. I was in the studio. But now, now you're not. No. So it's, it's, uh, I'm, it's been a rough weekend. It was a busy weekend. But. But uh, we're back to get started. Today's going to be crazy. I got so much to do today. Yeah, I, I'm still recovering from going to San Francisco, which means I have a lot of work to catch up on. Oh, man. Oh. We both do, actually. Yeah, I, I, I took on too many things today, but that's that's fine. I'll figure it out somehow. But we are going to get started with the podcast. Uh, yeah, there's, so we've, there's, already, we've already started the podcast. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to get started. We're already started. Well, we're going to get into the, the nitty gritty. We're going to get into the meat. <laughs> you're sounding <laughs> you're 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 sounding a little weird sometimes. Maybe. Uh, I hate you, Comcast. <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. So no no podcast last Friday. No super massive. Uh, we was just busy. People were gone and stuff was. Go- I don't. I even- wasn't here. I was. I was gone. Yeah, you were gone. I didn't want to point any fingers. No, that and, was me. I was I was totally having a guy's weekend. No, but it, it was it was good that we didn't have the podcast because I actually finished like best stuff in comics, like you know ninety nine percent of it on Friday. Did awesome art and you know got ready to new comics posts and all that stuff. Since you know Saturday was was that wedding to go to, so so that was was good. Good. Yeah. It was a good wedding though. Yeah, that was a uh, that pause was me drinking some coffee. <laughs> not, not enough coffee so far. That wedding was five miles from me. I would have gone to it with you. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was a great wedding uh, in, in the city, gorgeous view, and and it, it just it was everything that you know you would expect. If you know who I'm talking about, some people are like, like what, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. So our friend Norman Which, Chan from it, Tested, you may remember him. He's been on this podcast several times, and maybe you listen to his podcast and his stuff. And yeah, very, I'm still very surprised that I was invited to that wedding. Yeah. Maybe they felt obligated, or maybe no, maybe they I mean, maybe they, they actually kind of like you. I don't know. I think I tend to think everybody hates me until stated otherwise. Matt, until they tell, until they come to, <laughs> right to my face and say I like oh, you to your face, okay, <laughs> or over a podcast. No, but it, but it, it was it was very very good. And everything it was it was fun. So I good. won't get into details, obviously. Uh, but speaking of details, we do need to talk about some movie and comic and news and everything stuff. Uh, so the box office, you know what the top movie was? There's some stuff that opened, I think, and everything. Like some of these movies, I was like, that's in theaters already? But so the number I'm, I'm going to go on the limb and say that Sausage Party was still number one. Was it number one last week? I don't think it made it into number one. It, was, it had a big Friday. I thought it wasn't number one. Because what I'm seeing is that Suicide Squad is still number one. Like wow. one, one report was saying that it was still, like as in it was last week. So I, I don't have last week's. I thought, did I write those down? Maybe. I, 
Yeah, okay, yeah, I do have her. It's, it's the same piece of paper. Yeah, last week, Suicide Squad did $43.97 million. Sausage mm-hmm. Party did $34.2 million for the weekend. And then this weekend, Suicide Squad is at $20.7 million, which brings it a domestic total of 262.3 and worldwide 572.7 million. Hmm. So it, it's moving up there. Sausage Party was number two with 15.3. So Suicide Squad 20.7, Sausage, Sausage Party blah, 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 15.3. War Dogs. What, what's War Dogs? Who's in War Dogs? Someone's that in there. is, uh, that's not Seth Rogen. Um, that just came up. His friend that I can't, Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. and somebody else were there. My, Miles Teller? Miles, Miles Teller, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's they're it. running guns to the Middle East. Yeah, we just, uh, that came up yesterday. We're like, uh, that did 14.3 million. And then Kubo and the Two Strings, I didn't write down, that was number four. Uh, but it was less than 14. I think it was, I don't know how much it was. Ben Hur did 11.4 million. That movie looks like a giant steaming pile of garbage. I didn't realize that's the one I didn't realize it was out yet. I drove by this one theater, like it was like an, in Marin, Marin County. There's like this one big, big theater in Corte Madera. If, you, if you've ever been there, you know. And it's it's huge theater, huge indoor theater. And they usually put like the big, you know, some big blockbuster type movie since there's only one movie that can play there, and it's yeah. huge. And they're having been they had been her there. I'm like, that's out already. And also, why would they have that movie there? <laughs> why can't, why don't you keep, you know, Suicide Squad or Sausage Party? They, that, that theater tends to rotate pretty quickly. I mean, there, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of theaters in, in the county, in the immediate area. But that one's, because it's big, they, they tend to have a movie for like a week or two, and then they'll, they'll bring in the next big movie, mm-hmm. I think. so. And it, I think it's, it's part of a chain, so, you know, it, it's, it, it's not like... They have problems moving movies around, I guess, you know, whatever. So, like, something's still doing well. It's going to do well at one of their other theaters. Yeah. So, so that was uh, the box office. But, yeah, Ben-Hur. I don't even, you know, I don't even know if I've seen a preview for that. I saw one preview, and I saw I went to uh, Star Trek Beyond with my dad, and we saw the preview for uh, that, and we looked at each other and just kind of was like, why are they remaking that? See, I, I was thinking that was coming out in Warner Brothers, but apparently it was Paramount. So that just shows I'm just so oblivious. Actually, part of the reason I will say is the my my Paramount uh, PR stuff goes to my uh-huh. Whiskey Media email, which I don't check often. And I've told Paramount, I've said I was like, hey, I don't use this email. Send stuff to Tony at Comic Vine, and and they, they won't. <laughs> so that's so that that's why I knew nothing about the movie and couldn't do anything to promote it. So there you go. That's why it's number five. <laughs> we didn't promote it because they sent it to the wrong email address. Uh, let's see other stuff. Um, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston are filming Thor Ragnarok. It's like yeah, yeah, big I thing. Guess. It's like uh, really, but it's, I thought what's his name? Mark Ruffalo isn't he done? I thought I saw something recently that he 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 finished his shooting, which is possible, or maybe he's still yeah. doing it, or maybe it's still going. I don't know what the, what the where the process is. And, you know, like one, one thing was that there's going to be more Hulk than Banner, which makes perfect sense to me. You know, he's you're, you would expect to see more Hulk, especially I don't even know where to move. If his entire movie taking place in, in Asgard, you know, how did Hulk get there? Because last we saw him, he stole the Quinjet. But yeah. he abandoned the Quinjet because didn't they find a Quinjet after that? I thought they found it in Civil War. They talked about they, it. They're, they're somewhere they, they found it. They're like, yeah, like, yeah. 
you know, it, yeah. So I, that'll be interesting to see how the heck Hulk gets involved with, with this. Natalie Portman, as people know, is not going to be in a movie. And she said, as far as she knows, she's done with Marvel movies. She's like, you know, they haven't contacted me. She's like, maybe like in Avengers 7 or whatever. But as far as she knows, she's she's not in it. Hmm. Which... Well, don't be no <clears throat> Thor. Well, I mean, it, 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 it seems weird, the whole relationship, because... It's it's like they've they've tried dodging the stuff because in uh, Age of Ultron, yeah, yeah, where it was kind of you know because there was where where is Jane at where is Pepper Potts at and it's more like did they just not want to pay them, you know, for one line probably yeah because there's so many people in, in the movie and I I would like to believe it's not Natalie Portman or Gwyneth Paltrow saying hey I want more money you know I don't want to be a big part of this it's probably like our budget is this and you know. Yeah, so who, who knows? But it, it's just weird that the heroes can't seem to keep relationships going. So it, it's it's too bad. But if the movie's all said in Asgard, it's like, where does Jane fit into it? And I think they said someone else is going to be Thor's love interest, so I guess he's moved on. And, mm-hmm. you know, and real time happens between these. I'm always curious what happens in between these movies. You know, mm-hmm. we, we don't see much of that. And that seems like that would be a good opportunity for Marvel in the comics to do that. They do the prelude comics, which maybe that touches on some of the stuff. But it just seems like that there's, you know, there's there's so much space in between that they, yeah. could, they could flesh out. Like, like what is what are they doing in all this time? Like, what were these Avengers doing today? What sort of missions? And I, I did look at one of the prelude comics for Age of Ultron. And you see that the team together. Like, you know, Vision, Scarlet Witch, and, and Falcon. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see more of that. So we'll see. Uh, Michael Pena will be back. Who I love. And he will be back in Ant-Man and Wasp. And I will go see it. So that, that is great that they made that happen. How is it going to work that they have to get the band back together or whatever? Or get, you know, who cares? As long as, as <laughs> yeah, it's kind of where I'm. I'm like, I don't care. Just give me an awesome another movie. Yeah, I mean, because I don't, I don't have the, the timetable in front of me or memorized, but we know Scott Lang's in a bit of trouble from uh, Winter the Civil War. <laughs> Getting, my, I, I can't think straight. And I'm curious where Ant Man and Wasp will take place. Right, wait, no, never mind. See, he's in some trouble, but he's not what I was just thinking. So, yeah. But we'll have to see where it picks up from it. I'm not making any sense this morning. But I'm curious, like, how how is it going to pick up on that? And, you know, is, is Scott not going to be hanging out with the others? Is he like, okay, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to go hang out over here. We'll have to see. Uh, more, there's, like, so much Marvel stuff. Um Let's see. There, there's something. Oh, uh, Vin Diesel, the spokesperson for everything. He. Uh, I want to play D and D with him. Sorry. <laughs> Vin Diesel said that the Guardians will be included in Avengers: Infinity War, and that's incredibly exciting, according to him. Okay. But it's weird because not that long ago that there, I don't know if it was James Gunn or if it was, it was James Gunn. They're like, 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 like there's, there's no crossover. We're not, we're not going to mix. Or maybe he said there's going to be no Avengers in Guardians Volume Two. But I, I, I thought that there, there was, I, I, I could have swore that they said that 
Guardians weren't going to be in Infinity War because Infinity War is supposed to have like everyone in it. That there, mm-hmm. there's there's supposed to be like sixty five characters or something, some crazy number that they they said. But Vin Diesel saying that they're going to be in there. So, and the other weird thing is how I don't know if we really touched on it that it was supposed to be Avengers Infinity War parts one and two, but now they're like, no, it's just going to be Avengers Infinity War. It's not there's not going to be a part two. But I think they might still be filming the two back to back. So. There is another movie coming out, but it's not going to be called Part 2. I think they're going to give it a separate name, and we don't mm-hmm. know who's going to be in Infinity War, who's going to be in the next one, or what's going to happen. And so, But I, I think it's kind of good that way, because the way it was set up before, there was like a year in between Part 1 and then Part 2, and then with, with some movies in between there. So, uh, it would... I mean, yeah, you could do a Part 2 that takes place a year later, because mm-hmm. I... I I think one of the rumors was that in part one, you know, they're fighting Thanos or whoever and all this stuff. And then the Avengers, which would be probably Tony Stark's team and all them, they end up getting captured. And in part two, it's like Cap's team has to like come save them or something, which I don't know. I'm sure they can come up with something better than that. But we shall have to wait and see. Uh, let, runaways are going to be on Hulu. They're going to have a TV show. All right. Good for them. So I think because I have Hulu, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like Hulu. Um, it it se- seems to be good because, you know, my, my wife likes some indie projects, so we've watched that. I don't know if we've watched all of them. I watch it with my wife. And so it, it's, it's a good format. I just discovered, or we just discovered on Friday, that Ridiculousness is on Hulu. Oh no, you're screwed. All we we started, we went went back to season one, episode one, and I realized I watched most of those episodes. I didn't realize. Yep, I saw. I didn't see the very first one, uh, but I did see like the second one and third one. So we we've been watching those. We watched like like a bunch on Friday, and we watched some last night. So I should see if I can get us early copies since my buddy's the producer of the show. Uh, I love that show. It, it's <laughs> it's it's so funny. Uh, and then last night, my, my daughter, she was laughing so hard, she fell off the couch. Because <laughs> it, it was, it was a, a segment where... So if you've never watched Ridiculousness on MTV, and basically they, they scour the internet looking for videos of people doing incredibly stupid things. Like stunts or whatever, getting hurt, injured, all this stuff. And so there's a segment on, on people who got knocked out and like fell asleep you know, doing something, you know, some sort of whatever. So this guy does his jump and then he's out and then you hear in the background, he's dead. <laughs> and for some reason that, that made my daughter crack up and she was just dying and, and literally fell off the couch. So that was good times. Hugh Jackman apparently has wrapped uh, the, the next Wolverine movie, his last. There's no more Wolverine for Hugh Jackman. Oh, unless there's reshoots, <laughs> but which there probably will be. But they, they, what I just saw, like as I was firing up Skype, I, I saw Hugh Jackman's done. He's wrapped. He gets to shave now. So we'll have to see about that. And yeah, I mean, because I don't know if they're, they have if they've officially said it's Old Man Logan because it's still untitled. So you know, if if, if they've finish wrapping it and there's no you know not like huge amounts of information out there i'm impressed with that but 
yeah, they, they apparently he's he's done. So we'll have to see. And I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I, I think they should just recast him. I hate to say it, but you know, if if they're gonna keep the X Men franchise going, mm-hmm. you, you got to find someone that looks like as close as possible. You know, or I, I mean, I guess it doesn't even have to look like Hugh Jackman. Just someone that looks like the role that that could act and do you know do a good job. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, you look at other movies. You know, I mean, even in the Marvel universe, you know, like War Machine's been recast. You know, who else? I'm sure there's been someone else, right? Um, I feel like someone else in Marvel was besides uh, Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. So, I mean, you, you can do it. It'll it'll be weird, and you know, no reason like like oh, Wolverine can't be used anymore. You know, he's a huge part. Uh, obviously, with Days of Future Past, you know, they made him the star of the movie, even though he's not supposed to be. But we'll see. And then the last bit of news. Can you guess what is what it is? No, because I've been kind of in a news bubble this weekend. Okay, so this is from last week. Uh, so I also was in a news bubble last week. <laughs> so uh, Zendaya, you know who Zendaya is? Nope. I don't either, but my, my daughter knew who she was. She's like, yeah, because she was on a couple of Disney shows. And I guess she's a singer, too, because like everyone on Disney shows are singers, apparently. Yes. Or something like that. Well, she's supposed to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. You've heard, you know what I'm talking about now, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently the, the rumor is, and I, there's still been no confirmation, I believe. I don't think it, it's been confirmed unless I totally missed it because things have been crazy. But they're saying she's going to play Mary Jane. And okay. and I'm assuming people flipped out because... That's, I, that's I'm not going to assume because I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, did, I didn't but see I, anything. But yeah, you, I'm sure, I wasn't on... Because this, this, when did this happen? This happened... It was like a Wednesday night or something. It was, it was like towards the evening because I remember because we didn't post it on Comic Vine. But when I saw it, I, I let the GameSpot people know. I was like, hey, and I, they, they might have seen it, too. I don't remember if whatever, but they posted it there. And I was kind of glad. I was like, I, I kind of don't want to post this. It, it's news because one, it, it's a rumor. It's a strong rumor, but it's still just a rumor. And. You know, it's it's just gonna raise a poop storm, and so apparently, the reason why I know people flipped out about it because James Gunn was talking about it that a lot of people, for some reason, were bringing it up to him, even though he has absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. But you know, he he's he's a uh, he's very vocal when it comes to the Marvel stuff, and he's uh, he he talks to people. You know, he's he's easy. What what's the word I'm talking? We're looking for. Um, not relatable, but you know he 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 just talks about his, about different things, and you know he said that you know, there is he has no information. You know he's not confirming or denying anything. He said you know he did read the script and he remembered that she was in the movie, but he didn't remember like what role or anything like that or something. And he was just addressing the topic of you know an African American playing this role. And he said that, you know, when he was first tweeting about it, there was, he got a lot of responses that were positive. There were some that were negative, And then there were some that were just flat out racist. And he says that, you know, he gets where, you know, some people have a problem when a character is changed from their comic essence, if you want to say that. Because, you know, he, he said that it, it still bothers him that they made Jack Nicholson's Joker kill Bruce's parents. 
And I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, what the heck? I was like, what is going on here? But, you know, you just, you know, there was no internet back then, so people couldn't get outraged over it. So it's just like, like, what? But then, you know, he, he goes on to say that, you know, a, a character, you know, it, it's not so much about the look, it's about the personality. And, and I think he kind of made a little dig because he, he's saying, you know, Mary Jane's supposed to be like, you know, a tall, you know, model and stuff like that. And, and Zendaya has those traits more than, than actresses before. Yeah. And th- there's only been one actress that has two. One and a half. Two. two. Who's the second one? The one that was an amazing Spider-Man. There is no no Mary Jane. She yeah, got, there was. She got cut. I swear there was. No, there 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 the the one girl and I think she was in one of those teen movies, like The Fault Beneath the Stars or something between the yeah. Page. But Shane Shane something I think her name was. She got cut out. She filmed some scenes because we we were I remember we reported on it, and she there she was never in the movies. Pretty huh. sure, I think. Think she got cut out. Unless I'm just crazy. So that's why I said when, because I I don't think anyone's even mentioned her when I've been seeing people talking about it. Are you still looking it up? No, I'm done looking it up because okay. it doesn't. It wasn't there. But yeah, yeah. So they did cast someone. I I forget if it was. I think maybe she was supposed to be in a second movie. Yeah, so I remember that casting announcement. Yeah, and and people had a fit about that because they're like, she doesn't have a fit over every yeah. casting. I mean, she call. she the the pictures that were she had, she looked like a I think she's a redhead ish, but people were like, you know, she doesn't look like a model. You know, people were just being mean and and that, but yeah. So there there you go. But there's, there's always going to be a segment of the internet, and that's usually the loudest that that will complain about every casting call ever. I yeah. think that like it's not just like the race ones or anything like that. It, there's just a segment of people that are just like, not my perfect casting call. Yeah, it, it's they're just all, they're all in vaudeville too. It, it's it's hard to, to say because you you know again when I think someone's gonna be cast as Mary Jane, I'd be like, yeah, it should be a redhead. Not that she has to be a redhead because you know being a redhead doesn't make the character. Yeah, it's just that that's what we associate. You know, because that's what we've seen. And especially in a Marvel comics, because a red ha- the red hair is like impossibly red. It's like Ronald McDonald red. You know, no one has hair like that. But you know, so many characters, Black Widow, you know, uh, Jean Grey. You know, there's all these like pure red redheads, and that's just like a Marvel thing. So, when, again, when I think of Mary Jane, I think you know she's a redhead. She's supposed to be a supermodel, so you think she should be tall, and you know all all this. So if they cast someone else, it's it's. You know, yeah, that that part of me would be bummed, but it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh, this sucks. And and you know, Mary Jane, I you know, she was one of my favorite characters. I love her more than Gwen Stacy. You know, sorry, Gwen fans. Well, you know, it, it's just a matter of, of waiting and seeing because you want the the person that's cast or that that has the best abilities for that. I I just I don't like when when they want to change the diversity just for the sake of diversity. You know, where, where they're they're like. Okay, we, you know, this is supposed to be a, a white character, you know, but we're only going to, you know, interview or whatever, or, you know, these, this other ethnicity. So, but for the, the thing with that statement, and I, and I do agree with the idea that casting a, a diverse person just to be diverse, I don't, I'm, I'm a little negative on that. I'm not hardcore negative on it. But 
the thing is, like, we'll never know. Yeah. So, I mean, you like, so when I see people make that statement, I'm like, well, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, I guess you could assume, but there's, unless somebody comes out from casting and says, like, we were only hiring black people, or you find uh, the casting call, which specifically, well, even if it says specifically looking for a black actress, you don't know that that's, they're doing it just to be diverse. They may just, I don't know. Well, I, because I, I, I think with, like, the Riverdale casting call, uh-huh. Um, I think they just wanted to full out go d- a diverse team. Of people, I, I, I think. Um, I have to. Cause I, I remember when when that that came out. I I think it specifically said, you know, that they were looking for certain races, and you know, again, yeah, they want to have a diverse cast. Big. I don't know. For me, it's like big deal. I mean, they're, they're going to find good actors. There's a million actors out there. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I feel like over the past <clears throat> maybe five years, I've gotten to a point with people complaining about, and that's not everybody. It's just like this very small v- vocal minority, but they compa- they complain so much. But I don't complain about people complaining. Let's get past that. So uh, here, I've got, I was gonna say I've gotten to a point with with this whole diversity argument. They're casting just for to be diverse. That like I don't care. Like just give me something good. I. D- Put in a robot for all I care. Is the robot a good actor? Great. Who cares? I, I found Archie casting calls. And like for Veronica, it says, Producers are aiming to ideally cast a Latina as a silver tongue stunner. Blah, blah. Veronica could easily be Latina if you... if you. But like, I understand. Like For me, Veronica could be Latina on like small screen or big screen. Like but, That character would translate better, you know? But what about Jughead? Um a hearing impaired actor is being sought to play Jughead as an emo heartthrob. Jughead's not emo heartthrob. They're changing things there. Yeah, whatever. And in the hearing impaired, I'm I'm not sure. So again, <laughs> the hearing impaired part makes you think like they're really trying to be like, guys, we hired a hearing impaired person. I know. So that that's the thing. And again, it's great if they do that. I I totally get it. Yeah, and and yeah. I, I I explain this to my daughter all the time. Where you know when comics first came out, you know especially like the Archie comics in the forties, the fifties, Marvel in the sixties, all that. All the. Why is mom making what? What? I got this. Oh jeez. Do you want crust or no crust? What had you disappeared for a second? No, it's a uh, the whatever site had the the casting call. That I, I I pulled up on Google. Oh, the, the music started. It, it and had a, a, an ad, an autoplay ad that was so delayed. Um, so yeah, I just had to exit that that page, close the window. But you know, I, so I explained this to my daughter. I was like, you know, when when these comics came out, it's like everyone they were all like white dudes, and you know, maybe you'd have like one one you know female character in there, and everyone's white. And now you know we are seeing more female characters, and we're seeing the different races, and and you know. I get that they they want to reflect that because you you look at like you know the Avengers they're all white you know oh wait we got you know War Machines but he's not really in the Avengers yet he's kind of you know he's hanging on in the in the shadows there you know whatever in the outskirts and and that so I I get that with something like Riverdale where everyone is white even though they have introduced other ethnicities in the comics that you know mm-hmm. they they want to try to do that so it's 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 a it's good that they're trying to do it but. When they're for, I, I would just rather say, okay, we want someone you know f- that can play this role, and then they, they look at it, and then if it happens to be a Latina that that nails the role, but by specifically saying, okay, you're not Latina, you're an awesome, you know, you could totally nail the character down. We're not going for that. Sorry, you know, we're gonna go for the third best choice or something. So it's it's just it's it's hard, and but yeah, I, I guess at the end, who cares? I mean, there's other things to worry about. And that, and you just hope that 
all these people who are so financially invested that they are going to make the best decisions. And, you know, not everything has to be 100% the way, what, like 20% of, you know, people watching it read comics, if, if that. So If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, all people can see Spider-Man Homecoming. You know, how many, they may know Mary Jane from the, the 90s cartoon or maybe even Spectacular Spider-Man or I mean, how many of them are reading comics. And so it's just that, you know, us nerds, you know, we, we want everything our way. So, you know, I, I get that. It's, but like I said, there's better things to worry about. Like this week's comics. Uh, <laughs> Unless you want to say something else. I was going to say like a good story for a movie with a good director. Yeah. And, and just, I'm you having... know, you want good acting. Um. You know, I, I, I don't have a problem with, with, with Kirsten Dunst. I, I didn't really want to bring it up, but. I don't one, like her. I, I mean, she's, she's good in some things, you know, and, and I, you know, I haven't seen like every single thing she, she's done, but, you know, I didn't think, and it wasn't so, I don't know, I don't know if it would be so much her acting, but even like the writing, you know, it, it didn't necessarily feel like Mary Jane, the character. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you can put all that on the acting or maybe, you know, there's a di- di- direction or you know, the script. I don't know. So as long as it, they do a great job, that that's what really matters. So we'll have to see now. Now watch. They, they do have a redhead and everyone like, like, see, you know, flipped out over nothing. Who cares? I'm just glad Mary Jane's in the movie. <laughs> like the last one, Gwen Stacy, Tom Howell's great in civil war. So I'm already excited. You can't take that away from me. Hey guys, how's it going? Whatever he says. Hi. Uh, so comics. What do you want to start with? Uh, we always start with DC, so why not continue that? Uh, let's, what's the first one we should start with? Batman. Yeah, that was the biggest this week. Where is my Batman? It's oh, there is my. Batman. I don't know where your Batman is. It's right here. Uh, so what do you think of Batman? Again, it's jumping forward a lot. Like I feel like we're missing a lot of the in between. <laughs> it's like maybe the comic comes out like every week, and we're just reading it every two weeks. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Uh, issue four B that came out. At this point, like uh, Gotham has Gotham, the character, not the city, has gone completely crazy from Psycho Pirate, and it's it's a battle between him and Batman, and Gotham Girl gets involved and. I'm really enjoying the book. It, it, I do feel like I'm just missing a lot, and maybe this is the, just the formula from Tom King I have to get used to, that we all have to get used to, because he's not going to write like Scott Snyder. He's not going to write like every other Batman writer. He's mm-hmm. going to do his own thing. I, that's what you hope for in a writer. So I am really enjoying this. This was kind of more of just an action-packed issue. There's not a lot of anything big happening. Uh, yeah, there is. Was there the last page? Oh, there's the big thing. Alfred dresses Batman. <laughs> oh, that's not that big, but that was kind of funny. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like when he's like, who are you? I was like, I'm Batman. And he's like, no. And then, then Batman's like, okay, Alfred, I'm ready. And Alfred just like runs. <laughs> uh, and Alfred has a little mustache and the bat costume. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's weird and I, I don't know if you're done. I didn't mean to, to cut you off there, but no, no, so I'm done. It's it's part of it. I think this is what DC is going for with this two week schedule, where you know it, it's it's like faster pace. You know, it's it's almost like weekly television. You know, it's like boom, boom, boom. So you know, you can pick up on these stories, and that that's that's good in a way. But then it 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 almost feels like 
Batman Eternal or, you know, the the weekly books where it's like so easy to, to fall behind. And even though this is two weeks and, you know, something like, like, oh, this is Batman, you know, you can't miss, even though I, I fell behind on Batman Eternal. But, you know, you, you want to try to keep up with it. And it just feels like it's going so fast. And part of it, it makes you, it makes me think that, wow, they must have, you know, all these stories, you know, they must have everything mapped out if they're doing things so quickly. Because same thing like Detective Comics. It's like they're moving so fast where they could easily flesh it out more, not necessarily to to stall or just to, or to drag it out. But there's a lot like it, it's like Gotham and Gotham Girl. We could have seen more with them. And, you know, we, we could have seen Batman, you know, a whole thing, you know, Batman going up against Solomon Grundy instead of like, you know, th- him appearing for like three pages. So we could have seen more interaction between Batman and Gotham. But now it's just like it's like nope, we're gonna wrap up the storyline pretty pretty soon. So it's 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 very odd, but you know I'm I'm not gonna fault you know, what what they're doing, and I am intrigued with what's gonna be in the next issue from yeah. the li- li- little box. I, I'm I'm curious about that. I'm more more curious about that than what the the other thing here. So it it'll be interesting to see, and it's just. Things are happening very, very quickly. And Batman's destroying a lot of Batmobiles. I always worry about that because it's like, how rich is Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Duke mentions it in the issue. He's like, uh, I hope you got a lot of Batmobiles left. Because it's like, geez. And and I, I did like that. I think it was, it might have been issue three. I don't know if it was last issue. I, I can't keep track of it. Uh, maybe it was last because because Batman just lost two Batmobiles, like back to back almost. And the the first one, he was Gotham, like threw something or did drop something on it. And then when Batman, you know, he takes like a backpack, he takes something out of it, and then he blows up the Batmobile. So I thought that was kind of cool that it's like, okay, this car is trash. I need to keep, you know, going and fighting so I can't have anyone, you know, pick over the, you know, the remains of the Batmobile and get the technology or be able to trace it. So he just blows it up and just leaves a, a hunk, you know, burning charred on a, on a bridge. So I, I thought that was kind of neat that he does that, and hopefully he'll have someone you know, sweep it away just to make sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I always feel bad. It's like, or like, you know, a spoiler. I think there's a, a, a bat plane too, that got destroyed. Yes. And, and it's, it's like, is. geez, man. It's like, there's no way Bruce Wayne has that much money, especially when he lost his friggin' mansion. He lost everything. Yeah. And I know he just got his money back or whatever, but it's like, these things got to cost like millions of dollars. And, and for him to, to try to do all this, like off the books or whatever, it's like, how does he have that much money? I mean, unless he somehow he built a factory somewhere and has a mass produced, it's it's pretty nuts. And I know we're not supposed to focus on those little things, but that's just what I do. So we have that. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for Batman. Nothing else to, to add to add to that. No, but no. it's it, it's it's solid. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, it, it's just I, th- I think part of it what's weird is Tom King that it's it's not super duper dark and depressing I mean it is a little little dreary you know things aren't happy but it's it's not like vision where things are just you know want to make you cry what did you think of Supergirl rebirth I just think there's this may be a character I can never get into hmm. <clears throat> I tried like it's not a bad book. I mean, it does a it does a good job of kind of 
separating Supergirl from Superman, I feel like that's always a problem. Because so many times in the past reading the book, I'm like, oh, this is just female Superman. That's what it feels like. Uh, here it really works with, a, you know, Kara does have a connection to Krypton that Superman doesn't. That's what makes her, in my opinion, different and better, more mm-hmm. interesting, even yeah. though I'm not into the character. So there, there's a lot of dealing with kind of Krypton and now her becoming, having a secret identity. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting to me too, is that there are, I know this it's kind of the same thing with Clark Kent, but they're giving her a secret identity so she can be in the real world to do certain other things that are, they're talking about in this issue. So there's a lot of interesting things. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, as, as far as the, the secret identity thing, it's like, you, you know, she needs that or, you know, both Superman and her should have it to connect with humans. So, you know, yeah, if, yeah. If, if they're going to be fighting for, you know, mankind, they need to, you know, live among them instead of, you know, living above them as like a God, you know, this powerful being that, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have any problems. So they, they need to know what it's like so they can relate to them somehow. So this is almost something that they should have done in New 52. Because, you know, I, I enjoyed yeah. the character before. And, you know, there, we had some some good stories in New 52. But, you know, some of it, it was just like all over the place. And it's just like from the beginning, she was just so angry. And it's like, I, I get it. And, and maybe that's that's the difference is, yeah, she was a teen. You know, she did, did remember her home. She did lose everything. And so it's it's understandable to, you know, like, like where am I? Who am I? You know, what who are all these people? And... Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like this. It's obviously they're they're pushing it closer to the TV version, which that's fine. You know, is it's I don't think it's going to make a difference. You know, for TV viewers are going to start reading. Maybe they will. I doubt it. And and you know, vice versa. I don't know if comic readers are. Hey, maybe I should start watching the show. Maybe they will. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm okay with that. It, it gives it because you know someone like Super. She she does need a supporting cast. You know, yeah. so you you can have her interact with other people. So I'm I'm okay with with all that part. The only thing I didn't really like <laughs> was the 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 foe that she had to to go up against here. Not at all. And and part of it was so it's it's a Kryptonian werewolf, yeah, basically. That's and, super stupid to me. And it it wouldn't have been so bad, but then it was just like the coloring on that character. I mean, the coloring that I really enjoyed the art in this book and and everything, all the other colors. But he is like a red werewolf, and it's just. Yeah, you can have red wolves and all that, but it just it just looked weird, and I was just like, eh. So we'll we'll see. And again, this was a rebirth issue, so it is one of those things. I thought it was better than some of the other rebirth issues that felt like redundant for you and I, you know, for people who have been reading it. But I, I thought it worked here because Supergirl has kind of been missing. For a while, you know, we haven't seen a whole yeah. lot of her, and it's it is bringing her back. She doesn't have her powers. How is she going to get her powers back? What's going on? And you know, she's got these new supporting cast. So for this, as a, like an intro, it worked as a rebirth issue. But we'll see. I, you know, I'm ready for issue one, where you know now we got the the story going because this it, it just felt um, like it, it got a little rushed, like towards the end. It's just like okay, now we got to establish all this stuff. Hmm. All right, what about Superman? I was not, I'm, I've lost interest in this storyline. I'm, you know, I, 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 I love the Lois and John thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Eradicator, I, I'm not feeling him so much. And 
it, it's it's just it's it's been weird. Like the last issue with the white Krypton rock kryptonite or something, and then mm-hmm. it's like, hey, we're gonna go here. We're gonna go to the moon. And then Eradicator's like, like, hey, I'm here. He like he follows him like like nothing. And this maybe this is another one of those like fast paced thing. It just it's like so sudden. It's like what that that was so easy. So it's like why mm. why you know why'd you go to the moon <laughs> in the first place? I'm smelling food now, which is weird because I'm like in an enclosed studio. I'm smelling something. I hope it's not like circuitry burning or something. It smells like a bagel. So yeah, so I I don't I I just didn't like Eradicator to begin with, and him mm-hmm. like yeah we must destroy everything non Kryptonian and blah. It's just whatever, dude. Uh, <laughs> Justice League number three. Boy, I really don't like this book, and it's not. It's just I don't like the story. I'm not into it. The art's not bad. I mean, the art's really good. It's just I just I cannot find myself enjoying this story. It feels too big, too quick. Yeah. It's like where do you go from here after you're fighting these giant monsters all across the world? Yeah, it's just. I, I I don't I don't know what the answer is because you know they they need to be doing these these big stories because you know if you're going to have the Justice League you know you should be they should be fighting big threats but yeah it's just it just seems I don't know and and part of it is you know we we had the stuff in the last series that was like you know it's huge and you know with Rao or whatever and all the stuff going on and and yeah. I don't know. I mean, the art's nice, but it's it's just hard to to get into. Just you know, everything, everything's gonna be destroyed. It's almost like how Earth Two started getting, where it's it's yeah. like like let's let's just destroy everything. And it's just like I don't know. And we we talked about it. You know, we need time because like you know when you look at like I I don't want to compare it to like Jeff John stuff, but even stuff like in a satellite with Cyborg and, and Shazam, you know, just the interaction and like playing ping pong or video games. You know, it's like you. You want those little moments to, to see why the team works together, and yeah. you know, and in here, you know, we even have a Superman that they don't even know, and they don't know if they trust him. So it's, it's just, yeah, it's 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 hard to, like, fully get into it, which is too bad. Um, uh, we had a Green Lanterns. Same thing. I'm, uh, I'm still not enjoying this story. I yeah, and. Part of it for me, it's it's the Red Lanterns, and it's it's good. You know, it this is another just huge crazy threat. No one else is is helping them out. You know, you got the Red Lanterns digging to the core of the Earth. There's no Justice League or anyone. No one no one notices or, or cares yeah. that all these people are being converted. And at the same time, yeah, you don't want everyone to become come running running down and you know doing this. But it's it's just. It's all this this crazy stuff. You you want uh, the the two. You want Simon and Jessica to be able to bond together because you know that that's part of of what we need to see. But it just I don't know. It's 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 again. It's it's almost too much is is, is going on. Yeah, I feel like once again the same thing as Justice League. Too big, too fast. Yeah. So. I, you know, because I, I do want to see the, the characters grow and, you know, I, I want to see what, what, you know, what they can do and how they get along and, and all that. But it's, it's just, it's, it's so, so much. And 
sudden they're just like thrown into the fire, which you know there's there's nothing not necessarily anything wrong with that because that's sometimes that's when people can rise to the occasion or whatever. Yeah, but it's like yeah they they barely can stand each other. So I don't know. We'll have to have to see. Did you read Batgirl Birds of Prey? I really liked this. I was super surprised because I didn't think I had enjoyed it as much as I did. It's like a really good team coming together because what's her favorite? Helena, what's the character's name? Huntress. Huntress, thank you. That was weird. Because uh, Huntress doesn't know Black Canary and Barbara Gordon, but Huntress has a connection to Batgirl. So I, I just really enjoyed how this kind of all came together, how this team is working. It. I was really surprised. I I actually dumbfounded with how much I enjoy this because I didn't. I've never liked a Birds of Prey book. I've always found them not fun, and this has a really nice air of fun to it. Yeah. What did you think? It was it was okay. Um, part of it. I mean, it, it was a little weird because they don't know each other, and it's like they're thrown together, and it's like who is this? And um, it was nice that you know Huntress does know who they are. You know, because yeah. From being in spiral, she knows all this stuff, and so it, it was. It, it felt a, to me, it felt a little weird at first that you know they're thrust together because one, that's what the book's going to be, and and two, that's what we kind of expect from before, and you know the rebirth or trying to go back to you know some of the pre New Fifty Two stuff. So it, it felt a, not necessarily a little forced, kind of, but mm-hmm. um, it, it it will be good to to see how they get along and you know can they get along because you don't you don't want teams that that you know don't have any any friction yeah because you know then that's that's not exciting you know you you need that that tension for like somebody you know the unknown to happen like you don't know who's gonna explode or do what so (laughs) who's gonna explode or whatever yeah explode or something so there's, there's that uh, let's see what else was there. Aquaman. This I, I'm, it was a better issue, but I'm still not enjoying this story. Yeah, it's it's, it's just crazy. I, I'm still bothered where it's like, okay, Aquaman is whatever you know, the ambassador, the spokesperson, and stuff like that. And it, it just bothers me that some people did some you know a terrorist act, and they're saying you know this is for Atlantis, and then they they arrest Aquaman. It's like oh, because they said this we're gonna arrest you right away and you know lock you up i don't know i think that's really i think i talked about this last time i feel like that's really relevant because that speaks a lot to how a lot of people feel about like islam right now where one terrorist horrible person does a a, a terrible act and then there is a mindset in this country that blames all of islam for that but at the same time like if if you know an american did something somewhere are they gonna arrest Obama, you know, lock him up. No, but I don't think that speak. This isn't speaking to the rest of the world. This is speaking purely to like this weird American mindset we have. And I know that this type of mindset exists in the rest of the world, but I think it's very, very relevant to what's happening in our country right now. So that's what I like about that. And it's, it's just weird. So, you know, Mara breaks Aquaman out and, you know, she's, we get to see a lot of Aquaman Mara action, you know, uh, violent fighting action, not, Action mm-hmm. other people may may want to see, uh, you know they're they're fighting all these military and everything. So we're we're seeing that, you know they they can kick some butt. 
and mm-hmm. but things are, are just, it's such a mess. I mean, destroying tanks and helicopters is like, wow, this is not going, you know, good for them. You know, it's not going to smooth over relations. But it, it, things are just escalating kind of suddenly. And it, it's, 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 a, it's a little crazy, but, you know, I, I guess that's what, what you need. Speaking of crazy, Funko is making a, a Braveheart pop figure. <laughs> it's so How timely. Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, I guess they're constantly working on getting licensed from different things. It's just just weird that it's like, hey, all you Braveheart fans, you'll be able to get a Funko now. I'm just so amazed how they get licensed for everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I but it's just funny that I got that email. It's like, there you go. Harley Quinn. I did not get to this one this week. Uh, this is just a lot of zombie fighting, destruction, craziness. Um, so... There was an alien that took the form of a cow. The cows were gathered up, turned into hot dog. And some people were like, like, cows aren't turned into hot dogs. But, you know, there are beef hot dogs. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, there are. So all these people ate the tainted hot dog meat. They turned into zombies. And so now she's fighting all these zombies. And it's nasty and gruesome. And, yeah. So it's, it's just wacky. Uh, Green Arrow. This this was all right. Um, I, I think we talked about I, the oh, art. Sorry, you you yeah, had. I like Juan Ferreira, but I don't like him in. I don't like him here. Yeah, it was a a little odd. It does. Um, it it kind of wraps up the the current story, and you know it it kind of strengthens things a little more between Green Arrow and Black Canary. You know where they stand with each other and that stuff. But then at the end, it kind of takes a interesting turn it's like okay where are you gonna mm-hmm. go with this so i i'm i'm kind of like okay this is cool but i was like is it cool because i it's i don't I, I guess i'm tainted by the tv show it's like don't don't bring this into it all the time now so we'll have to see how that goes uh nightwing i really enjoyed nightwing as well i feel like uh second issue was okay but i liked how this all tied into Batgirl kind of finding out about Raptor and Nightwing working together in the Parliament of Owls, but nothing is as it seems in this story so far. Like, there's a lot of weird twists and turns which are really, really working, and I don't want to get too spoiler heavy on what happens later on in the issue. But all kinds of deals with it deals with this like labyrinth house that, uh, like, kind of like the Winchester Mystery House in California where. Nightwing and Raptor have to kind of go through it to find somebody, and Batgirl's there to help. Uh, I, I just really like the few kind of twists we had towards the end and how this is all coming together. Yeah. I'm, I am I don't like Raptor. And, and you know, maybe I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that's, for me, it's 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 a little hard because, you know, he just goes on talking. It's like, oh, I don't care about him. And- I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm starting to like him a lot. It's growing on me. Yeah, I mean, with some of the stuff that happens, it's like, okay, well, maybe he's not as bad, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, what else do we have? Suicide Squad. Oh, I forgot that was this week yeah. <laughs> or last week. I I had a lot of problems with the issue. Um, it felt way too close to the movies in a lot of aspects. 
Uh, the opening story was way too short, but I don't know. It just it it didn't have a like a it didn't grab me as a reader. Uh, the only thing that I really liked that they did in the movies was uh, the whole Deadshot and, and his daughter stuff in the backup story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great to see Jim Lee's art. It was great to see Jason Fabic, but I don't know. It just I, this not digging it so far. Like I was digging it, but kind of not digging it. It's just kind of weird middle of the road area that I'm at. Yeah. So because one of the things that Jim Lee did say about the the shorter, you know, first part is with the, the the twice a month schedule it won't be as bad you know mm-hmm. and 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 i think he's one that said it's more like you know serial you know television where you know you you get these like quicker i mean the, the good, good thing about it is you know as, as a writer or you know when you're scripting it or you know the pacing the layout whatever it's like you know you you can't dawdle around you know you mm-hmm. need to you need okay i need to go from here to here in this you know small space of, of, of pages so with that you know we shouldn't have a bunch of unnecessary filler because you know you need to accomplish a certain amount of things and it's different if you had you know 20 pages or 10 pages because you know you need to get to the point quicker because you need to have a strong ending you know some sort not a pure cliffhanger but you want something that's going to grab yeah. the reader to make them come back so there could be a good thing about that but yeah it it is like wow it's over already and then you know, as long as the 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 backup is is just as strong or stronger, mm-hmm. you know that, that'll be be fine. So we'll have to see how they, they do it. Because at the same same time, it's like I think I I would rather this format than to have the art just suddenly change or change in between. You know, every other page or every couple pages. Yeah, you know, I, I think I would rather have a shorter you know shorter bites with one artist. And then have another story by a second artist, then have one story with the art mixed. Unless they're like super similar styles and they could, you know, do it. So, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, as, as far as the first issue, it, it's still, uh, you know, the story didn't knock my socks off. You know, it, it was fine. It, I, I'm, I'm curious what this Black Vault thing, you know, what, what they're going to find, but we just don't really get a chance to get into it. So, yeah. so something to look forward to in the, in the second issue. Scooby Apocalypse. Also not... I'm enjoying the, the ambition behind this series. I'm just not enjoying the book. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. And I'm, I, my curiosity is, is still there where I'm just like, you know, where are they going to go with this? And, you know, I, I like seeing the differences and seeing how, you know, that the different takes on, on these characters. That You know, it's not... The regular Scooby and Shaggy and you know everyone, mm-hmm. so it it is very weird, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure how I feel, and at the same time, if they just did a straight, you know, regular classic Scooby, it wouldn't grab people's attention because they have that they have two yeah. know, they have Scooby team up and a regular Scooby do, and you know people are like oh those are for kids I'm not going to read those, so I, I get why they're doing it it's just it's it is weird. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see where, where they go with this. Okay, moving over to Marvel. Um, All New Wolverine. I like this book, and this is going to be a repeating problem I'm having with last week's books. I am tired of Civil War II and decent stories having this kind of 
forced Civil War II tie-in to them. I, I'm just, I'm so sick of this story. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, but it, it's almost like with, with Secret Wars. I mean, Secret Wars was different because it was, you know, you had all these other miniseries that were outside of the regular books. At least here, we do still have the regular characters. And, at, you know, at least with some cases like Civil War Amazing Spider-Man or Civil War X-Men, you know, there are mm-hmm. the Civil War books that are outside of the regular books. So that that's yeah. fine. With All New Wolverine, so yeah, it is a Civil War tie-in. It is very heavy. At the same time, there is some elements, you know, bringing in Old Man Logan's, you know, seeing how Laura reacts to him. And, you know, so that's good. Uh, yeah, and then... I'm not crazy about what happens at the end. That's a different thing. It has nothing to do with Civil War. I just don't yeah. like that. We'll have to see. I'm hoping, trying to stay positive, that they there is an easy way out of this. And hopefully they'll do that. So I'm, I'm intrigued with this. I'm really looking forward to the annual that comes out this week. Because uh, Marcio Takara does art and Spider-Girl, or Spider-Girl, Spider-Gwen is going to be in it too. Uh, Black Widow. I love this book. I, I was all right on the issue. I'm I'm not super into it right now. Uh, I, you know, I, I love Mark Wade and Chris Omni, and mm-hmm. we find out you know, what a big secret of Black Widows, which you know, it's like, oh, here's some other shocking thing that you never knew. So I, I'm fine with with that, and it is a pretty big thing. What I like about that, you know, this has been pretty kind of self-contained in in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. Where you know it, it has been just about Black Widow, and then they do kind of bring in someone else when this piece of information comes out. But I like how it's handled, so I, I'm I'm really digging this. Uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson. I like this story. Don't like the idea. <laughs> it's tied into Civil War. Again. <laughs> yeah, I, it's very. I, and I know it's everybody. There, I saw some. Comp- I don't want to go back into complaining. I saw some people mentioning like, you know, how timely this is happening at the same time that, you know, all this stuff is happening with cops and black Americans. I'm like, well, this was planned six months ago and this is something that's been going on in our country for uh, ever. So it's relevant. Like it's kind of a interesting take on that. And at the same time, we're bringing in us agent. I love us agent. So I'm kind of, very excited to see what's going to be happening next. I so, overall like the issue. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I say because I, I really like U.S. Agent too. Even though you know sometimes he's a big big ass. Um, yeah, I I kind of don't like how. So the the, the way, way he's brought in, there's some people are like like that's you know Sam Wilson. That's not our Captain America. You know, bring back the shield and all this stuff. But it's like Steve Rogers is okay with. It. He doesn't want the shield back. Yeah, and, you know he told and but he's he, so there's this. These people, they they bring Johnny Johnny Walker. <laughs> they bring him in to go after Sam and get the shield, even though Steve doesn't care. So there there's that whole part. It's just like kind of like the arrogance and the you know whatever and uh, you know there's some like racist undertones and stuff like that because you know USA agent has always been kind of racist, even though one of his friends was black. So it's. Ah, there's that. But my my bigger question, I thought U.S. agent was, I thought he was like seriously hurt. Like I thought he was like in like a wheelchair or something like that. I, or I don't know if he lost his legs or just lost the use of him. I thought something happened because he was at, uh, 
It was, I think it was in Thunderbolts or whatever the big crazy Supermax. Not, maybe it was a raft or something. No, I think it was something else. It was the, 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 the mountain prison. I don't know. But I thought he was like seriously injured. And now he seems like he's back to normal. So unless I miss something where he got healed. But there's that. Uh, Spider-Man, the Civil War or Civil War Two, Amazing Spider-Man. It's okay. Um, I'm I'm, it's it's dealing with the, I I can't remember Sonar, not Sonar, whatever the the guy from the, yeah I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He was in a learning to crawl. I think the Spider-Man mm-hmm. story that took place in in, in the back. Um, yeah, so it's it's interesting seeing how it works, how it ties in. But again, it's Civil War, so there's that. A Civil War to choosing sides is okay. I, I mainly mainly only care about the Declan Shelby story, the mm-hmm. uh, Nick Fury. There's a great fight between Nick Fury and Black Widow there. It's, it's gorgeous. Um, we do have Power Pack here, which is a little weird because with the ages, you're trying to figure out you know, where they're at and all that. And then there, wasn't there something else in here also? There's I thought there was like one other story. Oh, there is J. Jonah Jameson. Something. Oh, it's just weird. No, it's just Punisher Power Pack Nick Fury. Was that okay? Oh, maybe it's a Punisher. I don't know. Uh, Civil War Gods, Gods of War. I didn't read that this issue. Neither did I. Um, I didn't read the Ulysses Infinite Comic this week. X Men Civil War issue. I'm yeah. I'm not digging it so much. I'm just it's, it's all right. Um, the Fallen. Yeah, this is dealing with the fallout of uh, Bruce Banner dying, how it affects the other people in the Marvel Universe. Kind of interesting. I didn't get through it completely, but it was, from what I read, was, it's all right. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we see Bruce Banner's last will and testament, his living will or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So there, there's some interesting things there. And, you know, you always have to wonder, it's like, is he really dead? You know, is he no one's come dead in comics. I don't know. You got an arrow through his brain. But then, again, <laughs> Doc Samson was dead and buried and somehow is back. So we'll have to see. Uh, Gwenpool. Unbelievable Gwenpool. It changed in art. The art was, was fine in here, but I the art was so good before. I, I you know I hate to compare in that. So, you know, it, it's it's always an adjustment when, you know, the art radically changes. Mm-hmm. So um, we have that. But what's what's fun about this book is is Miles Morales shows up, and Gwen actually sees him on the subway, and she recognizes him because she's from the real world, and you know she reads comics, so she mm-hmm. knows who who Miles Morales is. And so when she sees him, she's like, <gasps> and he's like, what? And then she like does like the thwip, you know, hand motion, and he's mm-hmm. he, he's like, how do you know? So. Um, so that that was 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 good. Um, Mighty Thor, did you read this? I did. I still love Russell Darman's art. Uh, the ending's insane and weird, and I'm confused. Yeah, uh, that, that, I, that ending was crazy. Yeah, but I'm just I'm still I'm not I've lost a lot of interest in this series. I feel like it's just kind of boring. Yeah, so it's it's weird. You know, we we have these shield supposed shield people that mm. you know they want to arrest arrest Jane Foster and they seem to know that Jane is Thor 
And so they're they're going through all these crazy means. Like they don't care about anything. It's like they're just determined to you know arrest her. Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, they need to stop. What's his name? Dario Agger, the CEO of Roxon, because yeah. he's kidnapped. And uh, because he's kidnapped, the the basically that the place is going to explode and kill all these people. And it's, it's like a floating building, like over the city. I don't remember that. But there's something. So they're they're, they're trying to deal with that something crazy happens to thor at the end and then on top of that just that last page it's like what the heck does this mean and so i'm really curious if they're they because they can't change it up like that because we've seen other things but it's just like wait what's going on so that that that's got me hooked that like what 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 does this mean i'm like you know you know when the next issue comes out it's it's definitely going to be you know, one of the first issues I read that week. Uh, then we have Mockingbird. Still haven't been reading this. It, this is uh, just a weird. It's it's a fun book, and you, basically, Mockingbird gets a mysterious invitation to go on this cruise, and the, the person's like, you know, because Hawkeye's on trial for killing, you know, who he killed. Yeah. Uh, the the message says, you know, I have information that help set them free and it's just like it's weird there's it was kind of like a cosplay cruise because like hawkeye was actually supposed to be a speaker there and there's all this stuff and and she's trying to you know meet with this person who's wearing a horse head mask and but there's mm-hmm. other people wearing horse head masks there's like all this weird stuff going on and then lance hunter shows up and he's got his corgi and there's other corgis there and it's just it's, it's just weird are you still reading poe dameron i didn't get to it this week so I, I read this week's. I don't remember if I read issue four. I think I did because they're, they're still looking for what's Lor Santaka. Lor Santaka. Lor Santaka. Yeah. They're still trying to find him. Uh, I guess my question is how, how far ahead of uh, Force Awakens does it take place? You know, is it a week? Is it a month? Three months? You know, because it's like we know he's going to find him at some point because that's how the movie starts. So, it, it, yeah, I, I must have not have read the previous issue because they're like in this this crazy prison with no guards. It's like some hut prison, and they need to. This one guy has information, so they need to break him out or get him off the planet in order to get the information. So, and then there, of course, there's like it's a kink in the plan that mm-hmm. you know throws everything out the window. So they have to deal with that. Power Man and Iron Fist. You read that? Uh, yes, I did. I just got to do a quick refresher. <laughs> so Danny is in jail. Oh, yeah. And Luke Cage is trying to figure out what to do. This isn't, it's not Sanford and Green, though, is it? Um, I think he did some of it. Some of it, that's right. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, Flaviano is the other artist. So I, I think, yeah. They, it's 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 one of those where it's kind of like mixed. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm I'm digging this this series. Um, unfortunately, this is you know civil war thing, but it's I I just I I think people should be reading this, and I I would think Marvel would try to push this more. You know, Luke Cage is coming out soon, but you think yeah. So I, I hope because I, I I don't know how the book is doing in terms of sales, but I, I hope it 
it does well because I'm I'm digging it. Um, Spider Woman is Civil War, more more Civil War stuff. So Jessica right. Drew, you know, she didn't want to get involved with all this stuff, but because she's friends with Carol Danvers, she's going on all these missions, doing all all this stuff, and then of course things get crazy. So, it, and it's just it's just so weird, just the whole Carol Danvers side of things, and you know, because I think I would have to be, you know, on the other side. It's it's the whole the whole notion of arresting someone for something that they may do, you know, just just seems extreme because you know the, the whole thing is you know Ulysses isn't necessarily 100% seeing the future because if they're able to change it then that means that wasn't the future yeah so that means it's a you know this is what t- Tony Stark's argument means it, it's a possible future and you know maybe the chances are, are very likely but if there's a chance of it not happening you know there's, there's a chance something else could happen like you know a, a squirrel runs across the street that throws everything, you know, a chain of events, butterfly effect, whatever, they could change things. So it just, it just seems weird. And I know at the same time, you can't just say, well, we know this person's going to kill this person, but we can't do anything until it actually happens. You know, because you don't want to do that because you knew you could have prevented it. And it just seems like in a lot of cases, like in All New Wolverine or whatever, you know, by, by trying to prevent the thing, they're actually pushing the events to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just nuts. Ultimates, I don't even remember what happened. This is such a good story. The problem is there are two artists on here. One is Kenneth Rockefeller, who just does, I think it's like half the book. Where's my issue? Uh, does about half the book, and his art's fantastic. And then there's another artist on here whose name I'm not even going to read, uh, and it's terrible. It's some. Uh, it's really not fitting for this book at all. But it's uh, the ultimate's dealing with this case that someone's supposed to be holding that can destroy the will destroy everything. But Ulysses had a vision of it, so they found the case. But there's nothing in the case. Oh, yeah. It's very like it's it's a lot of talking. They're discussing you know the the moral implications. They're discussing you know what do we do. So as much as I hate the Civil War tie-in stuff, this was a very good one because the ultimates kind of deal with this day by day like that that's their job is to stop threats before they become threats so you know as much as i'm not enjoying civil war right now i do like how the ultimates play into it yeah um uncanny avengers is dealing with the ultron craziness so it's um yeah it it finishes the the arc but then it's like well maybe this could happen at some point so it it was it was it was it was good um, some other stuff. So I read Briggsland from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you might might want to look into this one. Uh, okay, it's by Brian Wood. Uh, I I can't even describe it. Um, the I'm just gonna read the synopsis. Briggsland, nearly 100 square miles of rural wilderness, contains the largest anti-government secessionist movement in the United States. When matriarch Grace Briggs wrests control of the operation from her incarcerated husband, she sparks a war within the community and her immediate family that threatens to bring the full power of the federal government down on their heads. So it's it's weird because, you know, you have all these like anti, you know, people that you don't like, but then you're, you're seeing, 
you know, you can't really connect with them, but you're seeing like this side of, of their life. And it's just, it's, it's really, really weird. But I, I, th- I think you, you might dig it because you're anti. All right. Because I'm anti what? You're anti America. No, I don't. No, but, but serious. I, I, it's, it's, you know, it's Brian Wood, and you know he, you know he, he can do like serious, like you know, no joke story. So I think yeah. you should check it out. Um, the other thing I read was Black Hammer number two by Jeff Lemire. Um, How this, was that? I actually, this is also Dark Horse. I missed the first issue, but I read this, and it's like some Golden Age characters that get like trapped. And they can't use their powers, you know, they're in like a regular world because there's like a kind of like a Mary Marvel character. So she looks like a, you know, like a nine or 10 year old, but then she's really like 50 and, you know, she's got to go to school again. And she's just like, you know, drinking in the morning and trying to deal with it. She gets busted smoking and it's just like them trying to get out of their their prison. You know, they're not really in a prison because there's like this robot guy and this alien that are trying to send like a, a you know, like a, a sensor out, you know, past where they, they can go so it's weird mm-hmm. because they're like in a real world and it's 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 really really cool i really dug the art and everything so that was 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 good uh, i'm trying to see what else we had i hate fairyland that i love this book scotty young just cracks me up um descender came out what was cool about descender is it, it kind of we see some more flashbacks like before the crazy robot revolution and all this stuff, mm-hmm. like with um with Andy when he was with Tim Twenty One before they evacuated, and all this bad stuff happened. Um, Manifest Destiny came out. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to read it. I didn't get any of my indie books this uh, past week. Yeah, I, I didn't read that. I did flip through Wicked and Divine Twenty Two. I mm-hmm. I'm so behind on that, but I'll just kind of flip through it, looking for like best stuff and comic stuff, and. Uh, for for not knowing what's going on, something crazy huge happens. It's just, so pe- I'm sure people reading it are like, "Yep, that that was nuts." Uh, Backstagers came out from James Tynan. I didn't get a chance to look at that, but I, I'm I'm curious about that. And I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else. Um, but we're like almost out of time. I want to get to a couple questions. I think do we do this one? Uh, I thought we had some questions. Maybe I just didn't filter them. But here's one from Derek Brunel. Um, he says, "I think comic book fandom these days is principally broken down into the following groups: X-Men fans, Spider-Man fans, MCU fans, DCU fans, Batman fans, Harley Quinn fans, Deadpool fans, Walking Dead fans, and indie fans." Got all that? Yeah. There's gonna be a quiz after this. Um, no, I would expect most people entering a store are going to get something related to one of those categories and that by being in a store, something else might pique their interest. X-Men don't amount for the same size of a pie that they did in the 90s, but they are still a large section of the comic book fans. I recently did a poll on the CBR X-Men forums and I asked X-Men fans um, had the perception right or wrong that Marvel hates the X-Men impacted how many comics are buying in general. To be fair, it was a small sample, just over 100 people answered by the time I checked. Uh, it, it had a neg- Majority said it had a negative impact what they buy across around 70%. Some said they stopped buying comics altogether. And looking at most recently published sale figures by Diamond, Old Man Logan just outsold both flagship X-Books in July, which should not happen. 
Do you think Marvel, by intentionally or unintentionally disenfranchising X-Men fans, um, could hurt the comic industry as a whole? Uh, I mean, I don't. If I, not, not I think there's not going to harm the industry. I mean, if they're going to if they're going to get mad at Marvel and stop buying Marvel books, they're going to probably buy something else. You know, maybe they'll be like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going. I'm I'm not going to read anymore. But I, I don't see them just quitting. You know, like X Men is the only thing driving them. No. Um, sales appear down. Let's see. I, I, I don't I I just don't know what's going on with Marvel and X Men because you know they still have other X Men books but I can't see them saying we're just going to stop doing these books that people want to buy. So yeah. Um, second thing on a positive note, the X Men toy line which Hasbro seems uh, seems to be doing really well. We already have a second wave announced for next year before a former release of the first wave. Um, so yeah, the X Men figures are out. I haven't seen it. I only saw a Havoc figure. I haven't seen the other ones, which I, I, I'd love to get some of those figures. Um, the full second wave hasn't been announced yet, but it's rumored that there's two more figures. Shatterstar and some incarnation Wolverine are planned, of course. Um, Tony, as a toy fan, are there any other X-Men characters you would like to see added? That's so hard. It's like, you know, I'd, I'd like a Kitty Pride figure. Actually, no, there is a Kitty Pride figure, so I take that back. That's one that I want. Um, I'm trying to think who's not, because there's Cable, there's Deadpool, there's Jean Grey, there's Havoc. I think there is Cyclops. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, we want a, a good Wolverine, you know, we've had a bunch of Wolverines. Um, Matt probably wants Mojo. I already have a Mojo. I have a Mojo too. Although I think I lost some of the legs or he's in this big bin. The legs fell off the spidery legs. Um, uh, let's see if, if we're getting Shatterstar and Warlock and wave two, nearly anyone is possible. Personally, I would love a hound Excalibur, Rachel Summers. And how could you have a Shatterstar without Richter? I don't care about Richter. Sorry, Richter. What? Yeah, I don't. I never really cared about uh, Shatterstar either. He's just—he was just all right. Um, I don't know who I'd want. I'd have to think about that because you know there's a lot of them out there already. And mm. you know, if we're limited, you know, I don't want to say it's like I'd like a Dazzler figure, but I don't know which Dazzler I'd want. Maybe classic Disco's Dazzler. I don't know. But we are out of time. That is the podcast. Uh, are we going to do any one on Friday? Yeah. Let's see. We'll, maybe. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah, I feel like we should. Um, if, if anything, you know, maybe we just do super short. But yeah, we'll have to see what, what there is to talk about. Um, people, if you, have, if you want to have something you want us to talk about, podcast at comicbind.com. Give it a, a topic. We'll, we'll see if there's any big comics come out this week. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's any trailers because we've had a bunch of stuff already, but we'll figure something out. Um, we got a bunch more stuff coming up on GameSpot and Comic Vine, so make sure you check out the entertainment page on GameSpot to see what we're doing over there. And we'll get back to you. Well, we won't get back to you, but we will talk back to you, with you, to them, or with them. <laughs> what do you think? Both. We'll, we'll we'll talk with you. You can talk with us as we're talking. Talk, I'll talk at you, actually. Yeah, but we'll do this again.
Short podcast. Got too much to do. I got a meeting and an interview. Videos to do. Yeah.